what are live. Ladies and gents? Feel like you can't get enough of me if you're following the James and you're gonna hop on our other feed. We just did the carrier experience. We're doing shows back to back today because <laughs> it's Friday. Let's hit yeah. it. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business, business. <laughs> What up, Vanessa was making fun of me on that laugh, by the way. Oh, she was? Yeah. What, she what was can like, I say, dude? That, that laugh is contagious. Yeah, you know, it was like, she was like, oh, yeah, I know business bros. Ha, ha, ha. I was like, oh, for real? Okay. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Tell her. <laughs> dude, it is what it is. It is what it is. I love it. I love it. All right, ladies and gents, check it out. We got a cool show for you today. It's a little bit different than what uh, that we, we normally do, mainly because I'm sitting in my car right now. So it's not my normal microphone. I might sound a little bit different. Uh, and I got like 40% left on my laptop, but we committed to doing That's a right. show every single day. And since we committed to doing a show every single day, <clears throat> I got to make sure that I hop on here. Um, and I had to do it a little bit early. So this time we did have a guest scheduled, but uh, I got to show a property here at our normal start time. So instead of uh, trying to coordinate something a little bit different, uh, the guest just, just rescheduled for me. So it wasn't the guest's fault. It was our fault this time. Well, my fault this time. Wah, wah. But we're going to make it happen anyways because let's face it, it is Friday. We all love Fridays mainly because we get the weekend coming right up. But what can you do on a Friday as your day winds to an end to help increase your business, to help accelerate your business? So let's go. We're going to jump ooh, into I that know. topic today. We got five Whoops. things. We don't oh, you know do what? that. I should get in the habit because you've been in the habit and I should do the same thing. So before we get into the five things, do me a favor. Like you can see right above me here, stop and hit the like button for me. Then keep scrolling. If you're going to pass by and check me out every once in a while, you see that yellow thing. Be like, oh, look at the business bros. Give them a like and keep going. Find us on YouTube. Find us on, uh, on Twitter, Spotify, Instagram, YouTube iTunes, all the different places. Give us a like, give us a, a subscribe, give us a review. It helps us out a lot. All right, let's jump into those five things. You ready, Ham? Today, Junior. Here okay, we today, go. Today, today, we're today. On, let's we're do on. it. Let's do it. It is today. Today's Friday. It is today. Today's the first day. All right. Number one, five things to do on a Friday afternoon to accelerate your business for Monday morning. Number one, prime your sales pipeline. <clears throat> all right. So what does that mean? First of all, Pipeline Insurance is our is the name of our agency, but that's not what we're <laughs> talking about here. We're talking about filling your pipe with potential clients. Look, right. we all have that list of clients that we uh, considered talking to, calling, hitting up, sending that DM, sending that Facebook message at some point in the near future, maybe sometime later on. Today's the day. It's Friday. You're going to make sure to do that today. Friday's a today, Junior. That deserves yeah, another one. Today. Today, you're going to make that call. And here, here's the deal. You don't have to even talk a long time. Let's face it. There are people getting ready to leave the office. They're thinking about where they're going to go this weekend. They mm -hmm. don't really want to spend a lot of time talking to you anyways. 
So what you do is you call him today and you'd be like, yo, I know it's Friday. It's going to have a fun time. You're going to, you're going to go out on the weekend. You're going to go camping, whatever, whatever. Hey, what's a good time for us to talk on Monday? Let's, let's, let's reschedule this conversation for Monday. And boom, you've gotten that first contact squared away. Now on Monday morning, there's a call sitting there or a, a, a potential client sitting in your calendar, ready to go. You're ready to make that call and you're filling your pipeline. That's what we're talking about on a Friday. Make those casual calls. Right, everybody wants to have fun on Friday, so make a casual Friday call and mm-hmm. let them know that you know what, I'm just kind of checking in. I know it's probably not the best day. Let's talk another time next week. Set yourself up for success. And I'm going to go this uh, I'm going to go with this a little further. We are rounding the end of the third quarter, which means we're hitting the yes. fourth quarter here in a few weeks. The fourth quarter and we're going to talk about this cuz we talk about it every year. You don't have an entire fourth quarter like you think you do. The fourth quarter actually has all kinds of gaps in it. You have Halloween, which for some reason turned into a long vacation uh, spell. I don't know when that happened. You have Thanksgiving, which turns into like a whole week that you're not working. At least. You have Christmas and the kids going on winter break. So that's another two, two weeks. weeks at the end of the year that are gone. The fourth oh, quarter Oh, not to mention not the first, the first week of January. Same thing. That's, that's the first quarter, right? But yeah, still, yeah, yeah, but still. So in the fourth quarter, you might think you have three months, but you don't really have three months. You should take out a calendar and kind of mark those things up. But what you do to prepare, what you do in the fourth quarter will give you the acceleration you need for the first quarter. Same concept as we're talking about here. Use your Fridays like you're going to use your fourth quarter to fill the pipe for your first quarter like we're going to fill right. the pipe for Monday morning next week. That's what you want to do on a Friday afternoon. Same thing with the with your uh, calendar for the fourth quarter. You want to add anything to that? Now? I love that. I love that. Yeah, I mean, talking about that fourth quarter that's coming up, you are doing kind of the same thing on the Friday, uh, which is exactly that. Taking all of those contacts that you got to make, all of those phone calls you got to make, you don't need to try and sell the customer right then and there wants to work on a Friday afternoon? How many of you are like, it's Friday afternoon, it's four o'clock, I'm out of here, I'm deucing, right? Well, guess what? A lot of people are like that. A lot of people want to do the same thing. Everybody wants to get ready for the for the weekend and enjoy it. Uh, so rather than trying to do everything that you're trying to do on that Friday, just set it up so you can be there ready to rock and roll on Monday. I love that. Prime the pipeline for the following week. What's next? All right. What is next? Number two, connect with your former clients. Look, here's here's what it comes it comes down to business, and we're talking about this on the carrier experience. Part of what you do is customer acquisition, is out there trying to find new clients. Yes, that is a must. It's one of the five things that we talk about doing every single day: lead generate, lead follow-up, present, negotiate, and close. That's what you're doing every single day, those five dollar productive activities. But that a lot of that has to do with the deal that you have in line right now and when you're acquiring new customers what about the what about people who have already worked with you what about the people who you said they've become a client and now they're family now they're friends have you reached out to them lately have you hit mm-hmm. them up have you sent them a dm have you talked to them probably not friday's a great day for that yo it's friday what are you up to this weekend i just want to catch up that's a great time to go to, to have those types of calls. Plus, they're not going to be long because they're probably on their way out. Like we said, Friday is a great time for you to connect with your former clients. Use Friday as a, as a day that you want to talk to people. Everybody's in a good mood on Friday. Not like Monday, right? <laughs> Monday morning, everybody's ready to get busy and get back to work, grab that coffee, take that time, whatever, and then get into the groove of things. But on Friday, 
on Friday, everybody's in a great mood. Everybody's ready for that happy hour. It's five o'clock somewhere. We all have that same mentality. So might as well set that kind of uh, calendar for yourself on a Friday. That's when you want to make all the fun calls. That's when you talk to the people you haven't talked to in a while, the people that are in your database. You talk about what they're doing. And like, like, a, like I was talking about in the carrier experience, make sure you record these conversations, not word for word, but the notes, take some notes, put it in your CRM. Make sure that you have notes in your CRM about the conversation you had. So when another Friday pops up and that person is on your list to go give a phone call, you can follow up with actual conversation about what you talked about the previous Friday. Right. You want to make sure that you're doing things like that on a regular basis so your clients know that you care about them. Hopefully you actually do care about them, right? That's kind Presumably. of the point. Presumably. <laughs> yeah. But you're showing them because you're keeping track of the conversations. You're keeping tabs on their kids, on their families, on their spouses, on what's going on in their, their lives. Dogs. So their dogs. So you can be better, uh, better informed with your notes, and you can become a better uh, friend, colleague, professional by doing so on a regular basis. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget that our former customers are often going to be our best sources of referrals. So I love this idea that you were talking about, about hitting them up on a uh, happy hour, uh, you know, take a note of what they drink, right? And, uh, and, and use that even as another point of contact for, for another Friday. Hey man, let's go get, you know, margaritas again at whatever it was, or, or, Hey, what did you think of that beer? That, uh, that, that IPA that, that we had, you know, whatever. Um, connecting with the former clients and having that 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 communication it's so important uh, i really love the idea of constant communication uh reaching out to customers more than just for for the insurance business more than just the once per year when they're up for renewal talking to them on a monthly basis talking to them over and over and over again and reaching out because again these are our relationships. We got to value these relationships because more and more business is going to come from these the more time that we spend nurturing them. If we're not nurturing relationships, we're letting them fall to the wayside. On the insurance side of things, that's going to cost you uh, uh, that's going to cost you revenue in the form of lost retention. If you're not keeping your customers on the books, they fall off the books, you lose that commission next year. If you are a real estate agent, those are your sources for referrals. Those are the people that are going to talk about how awesome you were when you helped them buy their home. And they're going to, you know, be there telling their friends, this is who you should talk to. This is the person that you need to have on your team because they're awesome. Not only did they help me buy my house, but hey, I just had a beer with them last week. That's how they remember you. When you remember people buy from people they know, like, and trust. So be that person that they know, call them on that Friday so they like you, they trust you. They're going to do more business with you. They're going to send you more referral business. That's what it's all about. Be a human. Be a human. All right, moving on, number three. Streamline your office environment. Look, Ooh, I suck at trying to keep my desk and stuff clean. I have a lot of clutter all the time. The wife gets on my case all the time. She doesn't like to see my clutter on top of my desk. Uh, and, and before I know it, that clutter moves over to a chair, and then that moves over to a pile on the ground. It moves over 
look, your work environment, it can be, it can be a huge distraction. I, I see a lot of offices that look really cool. They have some of the greatest posters with the greatest sayings on there, and they sound really awesome. However, sometimes you can get trapped in those things. Just like you have your cell phone, you can pick it up, and all of a sudden you're distracted. If you have a work pile of things that you can look at and be like, oh, I got to get to that stack. Oh, man, I got to get to that pile. Oh, man, I got <laughs> what? There you go. <laughs> so I'm just I'm showing you what my desk looks like because you can see Iron Man sitting right there. I got my Alexa and, you know, just all kinds of stuff on my desk, too, because I'm the same way. Like my desk is small. It's just this little standing desk. So it's it's uh, relatively small, uh, but it's. I still feel very streamlined. Uh, you, you can't really tell from, from the photo, but one of the big things that's on my desk is my weekly planner. Um, behind my desk, uh, above my, uh, uh, behind my computer on, on the wall is my whiteboard where I have my to-do list. I have uh, the things that I need to get done today, the things that I need to get done this week, uh, my daily schedule. Um, all of these things are up there and it helps me to keep track of exactly where I am and where I want to be. I can look up at, at my daily schedule and say, okay, it's uh, three o'clock right now. So uh, I'm supposed to be finishing up the podcast and then jumping into my agent support hour. And then the po the next podcast is supposed to be from 3.30 to 4, at least the prep. You know, I, I know where I'm supposed to be every single day because it's sitting right there. Um, I'm, I'm not crazy about my clutter. Um, but it's a small desk and, you know, you got to put stuff somewhere. Uh, if you, if you see the rest of my, of my bedroom right now, my bedroom slash office, um, you know, there, there's all kinds of stuff all over the place, but I try to keep it as neat as possible, you know, most of the time, uh, because, because when it comes right down to it, you know, your, your work area needs to be as clutter free as you can make it. If you have a small desk and you have to have a bunch of stuff, you know, on your desk, so be it, but don't allow that clutter to go all the way around to the rest of your entire area because those things are super distracting. I surrender to your will. All right, all right, I'll clean up my area. No, but you know, here's <laughs> the thing about, about doing it on a Friday it's kind of like uh, cleaning your room, right? Or making your bed. If you make your bed every morning, and you have a bad day, at least when you get home, you can come home to a room that's clean. It, your room looks way cleaner when you make your bed. It could be a very clutter-free oh, room, but if you so didn't make true. your bed, your your bed, your room always looks like a disaster, and you don't feel like you come home to a perfectly clean spot. Same thing. It's Friday. You don't feel like working anyways, right? That's the whole reason why we're trying to do some of these things to help you get ready for next week. Fine. Make those fun phone calls we just told you about with your former clients. Fill up that pipeline. You still don't have anything to do? Cool. Clean your area so that when you come to work on Monday, everything is in its place. Everything is ready to go. You got your week stuff, your week sheet lined up. You got your clients in the pipeline. You've made all your contacts and your office is clean. When you show up to the office on Monday, you don't have to worry about where things are. You can just grab your cup of coffee, have a seat and get going. The acceleration. One less thing. Exactly. One less thing. Thanks, Forrest. Forrest Gump. <laughs> One less thing. All right, but yeah. Dude. It's it's it, you. You're ready to rock and roll. Uh, ready to get the 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 week started. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for number four here. What's next? 
boom, boom, plan for the coming week, right? So, you know, it's a work week. I don't know about you guys, but I don't really like to work on the weekends. I, I would like to unplug from my laptop for a while, unplug from my cell phone. I don't. I'll be 100% honest. I don't really do that. However, if I have planned effectively on Friday, if I've made my bed, in other words, clean my office, if I've made all my calls, if I've set all my appointments, all those things are small steps into planning for your uh, upcoming week. Now you can take your week that you have next week, you have your calendar, you look, you can look ahead, you already have things set in your in your schedule. Now you can start to fill in the gaps with those dollar productive activities with those one things that you need to accomplish for that week with whatever it is that's going to put you in the direction that's going to put you in the uh, a little bit closer to your weekly goals, a little bit closer to your monthly goals, a little bit closer to your quarterly goals. And then of course, say annual goals, right? So, you know, having that end of the Friday, it's also a great time for reflection, right? Yep. Planning your coming week and planning what you're going to do in the future is a great tool, especially if you're reflecting on what happened this week. So for, for me personally, that's what, that's what I like to do with, with, uh, with my daily journaling and how I tend to plan my upcoming week. What did I accomplish this week? What was my goal that I set out to do this particular week? Or what was my goal that I set out to do this particular day, today, right? I had my one thing to accomplish. Did I get that thing done? Did I get it done effectively? Did I do it in the morning? Did I did I accomplish it in the evening? How was I effective with my calendar? Was I was was I like cutting every appointment close and I was like, you know, within a minute Ooh. or was or did I have some flexibility and some time? Was I able to get up and go to the bathroom or or grab a cup of water or did I eat lunch? Yes. Right? All these I was about to say that. that Right. All these different things that you need to evaluate on yourself. And if you're not evaluating these on a daily basis, you're just kind of ending the day, going to sleep, waking up. There's there's the reason why you're stressing out. You're not taking the time to reflect on what you're doing to improve upon it. Right. So so for me, my, my journaling, I have actually two journals now. So I do a morning journaling routine. And I do an evening journaling routine in my morning journal. It is not about reflection. It's about planning and intent and, and, and looking at the things that I need to accomplish for today. I have affirmations and I, you know what? I stopped doing gratitude because I, I, I don't find it to be as helpful for me. Um, my gratitude, I, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty grateful almost all the time. And so I, I, I replaced the gratitude with, uh, with scripting. So either scripting Ooh. or, um, or, um, what do you mean um, by scripting? So, so for example, I have uh, a listing coming up, right? And when I was talking to the client uh, and I was done, I realized, oh, I forgot to ask certain questions in my, in my initial pre-qualification conversation. And the reason why I know I forgot to ask is because when you don't ask the proper questions, when you're pre-qualifying a potential uh, seller or buyer, those become objections and they become questions that the client has afterwards because you didn't you didn't hit that up at the beginning. You didn't address it at the beginning. So going over the initial questions that I have to do so that when I get somebody on the phone, when I'm, you know, I don't know, at, at work or at school or somewhere where I'm distracted, I don't have those things clearly off the top of my head. They should be second nature at some point. So if I'm writing down my, the things that I need to put in my pre-qualification script or I'm evaluating uh, a marketing campaign that I'm working on. Did this, did this work? Maybe I changed the wording around. So I'm focusing my attention on some sort of script, some sort of sales 
presentation so I can get my wording down better each and every day. And if I write it every single day, if I adjust it a little bit, if I practice it, when I get in that situation, I'll be prepared. So I have my affirmations, I have my scripting, and then I have my to-do list. And then I have my daily intent, right? What am I going to actually, so these are a bunch of things. The to-do list is a bunch of stuff. Like it, it, it's just, anytime I think of doing something, it's listed. But then mm -hmm. my intent is what is my one thing? What is the thing out of all those things that I got to do? What's the most important part? Eat your frog. So, eat your frog. Exactly. And then in the evening, I'm writing to myself in 10 years and I'm reflecting on how I did that day. So did I get everything I needed to get done uh, in a timely manner? Did I complete my, my, uh, did I eat my frog? Did I eat it in the morning? Did I put it off? Did I procrastinate? Why did I procrastinate? And what it's helping me do is really look at the habits that I'm, that I have on a daily basis, the things that I actually do, not the things that I want to do, but the things that I actually do. Because if you can measure it, you can improve, you can improve upon it. it. When I write it down, <laughs> I know exactly what I've done. Right. And now I can improve on those things. So Hell planning yes. for your coming week, if you take advantage of that on a Friday, it's going to make all the difference in the world because now when come Monday, you know exactly what to do. It's like mm -hmm. you drew yourself a map and the map says, look, to get to X, you got to do X, Y, well, to get to the goal, you got to do X, Y, Z. So there you go. You have it all laid out. That's what you want to do on a Friday is make sure that you reflect on your week and plan for the upcoming week. How do I make next week better than this week was? And if you do that on a regular basis and you're getting yourself just 1% better, you're going to see a huge improvement in what you're doing both professionally and, and, uh, personally. 100%. Now the whole idea of, uh, planning for your week. Uh, I mean, I don't know if this person originated the idea, but I first heard about it and read about it uh, from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Now, I'm just going to throw this out there. If anybody is interested in our template on how to create a weekly plan, I am more than happy to send that out. Uh, hit me up on any of our social medias, uh, actually hitting her not up at Business Bros Pod. And uh, we'll make sure that you get a copy of our our weekly planner. Um, I don't do my weekly plan on Fridays. I set aside time on Sunday nights to do my weekly plan. Uh, it just that helps me get ready and get prepared for for my Monday. Um, so it's not necessarily something that I have to do on Friday, but it is something that I do. It is something that is habitual. It's part of my practice. It's part of my routine because setting my time up for the week, knowing the one thing that I need to do every day. Now you talked about, about doing your one thing, uh, just out of curiosity, do you set your one thing in the morning when you're journaling or do you set your one thing, uh, on whenever you do your weekly plan? So, uh, when I do my weekly plan, I have, uh, certain things that I want to accomplish for the week. Right. Um, but when I, when I do my morning routine, it, it, I, if, if I haven't accomplished my goal for the week, then I tend to prioritize those things first, but life gets in the way. Right. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. for example, that's the whole reason why I'm in the car today. Cause I intended to do other things and then prioritize, you know, things that come up, things that, you know, dollar productive activities come up. And so those take precedent in my day. So then when I reflect tonight, you know, what could I have done differently? How can I have addressed this problem in a different way? How could I avoid this in the future? Those are the things that I want to reflect on. So I try to plan my, my, uh, my daily, uh, intents on the week, but honestly that morning it's going to take priority over what I need to accomplish. So the, the morning is, is when I really narrow it down. 
makes sense. Uh, I I try to set it up, uh, you know, the week beforehand. The one thing that I want to do because I know the three major things that I want to get done uh, for the week. So again, showing you this little thing, you got one, two, three sitting there. Those are your three major goals. Those are my three major goals for the week, and I use my one thing to accomplish one of the tasks. So it's three major goals. And then three steps on how to complete each of those goals. So in order to complete this goal, these are the three things that I need to do. So I set my daily tasks as one of those three things that need to get done in order to accomplish that goal. And uh, a lot like what we've read about in Atomic Habits, when you start doing something, if you want to get into the habit of reading, uh, set up a timer for two minutes and read for two minutes and don't read beyond that. And what ends up happening is since you're already sitting down reading for two minutes, you're going to read more. So the same type of thing, when you set a one thing, when I set my one thing, um, when I set my one thing as, as one of those things that needs to get done to get me towards my other goal, it just naturally flows that I start working on those other two things. And next thing you know, that goal is done. All right. Last thing to get done, take a look at the bigger picture. So one of the bigger pictures for me right now is I got 10% left battery power Woo! on my laptop before it's going to die. But my big picture here is I know that I've committed to doing a podcast every single day. So because I've committed to doing this podcast every day, because I've committed, that's right, momentum, because I've committed to making sure that I want that I want to put out content on a regular basis, look at my Max telling me, plug into something, I'm at 8%. I, I made sure that we did what we needed to do, even though I have to do my podcast in the car, because it helps reach my bigger picture. My bigger picture is to commit. When I commit to doing something, when I say I'm going to do it, I do it. I don't give a damn what other people think. That's Eminem, by the way. <laughs> but that's that's really what it comes down to. If I tell you I'm going to do something for you, by all means, I'm going to make that happen. If I tell you I'm going to put out content on a daily basis, by all means, I'm going to make it happen. If I commit to whatever it is that I commit to, I'm going to make it happen. My Losers kids know, always whine about their best. That's right. Their dad is always going to keep their promises because when I make a promise, I am I am going to keep it. My word is my bond. That's the only integrity that we really have. If I can't do something or if I'm going to try to do something, I will be specific with you. I will try my best. I will do what I can. But if I tell you I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So for me, that's that's my bigger picture. In your business, what are you trying to strive for? Right. This is a great opportunity for you to sit down and Look at your your overall goals. What is it that you're trying to achieve? Right now, for example, in our insurance company, we're focusing our attention 100% on our marketing campaign. How are we going to recruit more agents? That mm -hmm. is our number one focus in that agency right now. That's why the podcast, that's why the strategies on LinkedIn, that's why the email campaigns that we're putting together, that's why we're doing all those things. And it comes down to what is the big picture that you're shooting for? We're shooting for 100 agents, each making uh, $10,000 a month. That's the goal. So we need yep. to, to facilitate a, a growth strategy, a retention strategy, and then a, uh, a marketing strategy to help get those clients in or to help get those uh, agents in as much as possible. That's our big picture. What mm -hmm. is your big picture? What are you focused on? Friday's a great time to buy a lottery ticket and dream away. 
right? You can do that. That's the, that's my favorite part of buying a, a lottery ticket. You buy the super lotto ticket. What would it be like if I won $26 million? Well, you have a lottery ticket right now in front of you. It's called your business and it could make you the same $26 million. So dream big about what it is that you have right now. Folks, yeah. I don't care what it is, whatever the dream is, whatever you envision, whatever you think is going to happen, think about it. Bring it into your into your into your life. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> and then break up I love and it. break down those chunks, right? Now that you have your goal, now that you have this uh, this immense dream, this hypothetical thing that you want to get on, it's okay. Break it down into smaller pieces. Now it's like, okay, well, what do I need to do to get there? That might be uh, and, and here here's a funny thing, by the way. There's, there's something cool that I got off of Billy Jean. Where can I find the list of five? Uh, I just the posted the link. Five. There you go. Jay's posted the link for you. Thanks, Posh. Uh, so Billy Jean put this out. He's like, think about what it would be like if you could make, you know, I know what million dollars, right? Uh, what steps would it take to do there? What would be your time frame? And then once you figure out your time frame, cut it in half. <clears throat> now all of a sudden, I mean, he's the way he described it was super cool. He was like, What if what if I told you that I had your parents at my house right now? And they and I had them in front of me on their knees and I had a gun to their head. And I said, if you don't bring me a million dollars in the next 24 hours, they're done. Would you be able to find the million dollars? Hell yeah. Of course you would. You would make yeah. every intent to find it. You yeah. absolutely would. Calling so everybody. Everybody, right? So what's the difference between that and where you are today? The only difference is somebody's applying pressure externally Whereas right now, no one's applying that pressure to you but yourself. You're 100%. letting yourself slip away. So you can dream as big as you want. Once you have that plan set up, put the steps together and then take action and execute. Will you make mistakes? Yes, you will. Right? Will you get there in the time frame that you wanted? Probably not. It might take you a little bit longer. But progression is what's going to make you happy. As you progress towards you want to towards where you want to go, that's what gives you that's what gives you satisfaction every day. Perfect doesn't exist. It's just it's just not there. But progression towards perfection, that does exist. And Success as long as you is. continue the progressive realization of a worthy goal. That's right? It. So that's what it's all about. So go out there, dream big, make it happen. These are the five steps, uh, and they're five steps according to uh, the name of the article. Entrepreneur.com. So, I mean, we, we kind of steal the five steps, but we kind of give our own two cents on what those five steps are. So if you want to see it, if you want to see the article itself, James dropped the link in the chat. A uh, little quick reminder, make sure you guys give us a like, give us a subscription, a subscribe, give us a rate, give us a review. We appreciate each and every one of you, and hopefully we're bringing you more value today and t than you gave up in time. That's all we got for you guys today because my laptop is going to die. Peace. Enjoy the rest of your Friday afternoon, guys. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.